buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 47. Today we're going to chat with Greg from Hackett Equipment. We'll find out if you can return used ammo and we'll chat about buffer tubes. Today's panel is Sean Heron and I'm Ava Flannell. And we're recording this on what day? Uh, it's 4th of July. The 4th of July. 4th of July. Oh man, I should have fireworks or something. Yeah, unfortunately though, we're in Colorado and yeah. it's extremely dry. There's a lot of fires going on right now, so they've made fireworks illegal. Yeah, you can't even light a sparkler. They're illegal. Uh, no, I think you can actually. <laughs> yeah. BRB going to buy sparklers. <laughs> All right, well you have fun with that. <laughs> So, Greg, thanks so much for joining us on 4th of July. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. (laughs) There's nothing better, honestly, than recording a show about guns on the day of our independence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you guys. Yeah, everyone's, you know, you're looking at it all wrong. This is this is actually like total America. Yeah, I totally agree. So uh, congratulations to us, and I'd like a round of applause. Thank you. Thank yes. you. This thank is you. real America right here, folks. We do we do this on the 4th of July, not because it's a holiday, but just because we work every day. That's true. I don't even know where this is going. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? Let's talk about Manicore Arms. Dang. It's like party up in <laughs> I know. So Manicore Arms. I want to talk about their night break. Yep. So I actually have a lot of experience with the night break. What what did they say about it? On their website, it talks about like 18 ports distributed around the upper, I think 270 degrees of the device, uh, which, you know, reduces a lot of that pressure. There's no ports facing upwards so that it won't interrupt your sight picture when you're firing. And then the lower... 90-degree arc has no points to prevent dust signature when fired. So they really put a lot of thought into the design of this muzzle brake. It's not just for aesthetics. I will say this. I don't know. I know some of those words that you just said, but I actually use the night brake on probably four or five different rifles. It's uh, one of my favorite brakes just because it does shoot extremely flat, which I think is what all that, all that stuff. That is what they're the saying. The 270 degree thing. But, but I mean, think about it. So it won't, so there's no ports facing directly upwards so that it won't interrupt your sight picture when you're firing. Like that's pretty well thought out. Yeah, it is. I mean, I love, I love the night break. I've got, like I said, I've got them. So uh, does shoot it? Shoot them a lot. Does it shoot really flat? It does shoot really flat. I've actually got videos out there of just me shooting and it, what that means for the people who don't know is that if you're looking through your optic or looking through your sights or whatever, and, and you're shooting, those sights, they never really leave the target or the point that you're aiming at. That, that's a good thing. But the best part is the cost. Uh, not only is it extremely effective, extremely functional, but it's also like $37.95. Uh, $57.95. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was looking at it. And I'm like, well, it depends on which model you get. Yeah. Uh, cause some of them I saw on the website, they're like, I think they're about $40. So anywhere from $40 to $60, they make them for a bunch of different types of, of firearms. Yeah, they make half half by 28. They make the 5.8 by 24. They make them for the Yugo, the Crank. It's just, it's a good design. I've, I think I might have a night break on my AK as well. And uh, so go check them out. Manicorearms.com. And Ava, do they pay full price? Of course not. So if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you get 15% off. So, as Sean was saying, his like whole, you know, $38.95 or whatever, you may 
I'm not great at math. I don't think that, I think you'll still pay a little bit more than that, but you're not going to pay that $57.95. I'll say this. I just put like a muzzle brake on my 224 Valkyrie and that muzzle brake costs $180. It's a good thing I didn't pay for it because I would have just put a night brake on it. No kidding. It's crazy. All right. Let's get into it. Learn the things you never knew on deconstructing the industry. So, Greg, you recently became one of our newest advertisers. That's why we decided we're going to have you on the show so that you can tell the listeners exactly, you know, more about your products because who best to uh, hear it from than you? Yeah, the horse's mouth, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So tell us a little bit, like, what Hackett Equipment is and how you got started. Yeah, so first and foremost, I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here, so... Um, you guys have been an awesome partner, and uh, it's been great to work with you guys. Well, thank you. We don't hear that often. <laughs> <laughs> we normally hear no, like... Really, I truly loved it. Normally, people, they bitch about uh, signing a contract with us, and they find out, you know, they try to figure out how they can get out of it, and, you know, they're stuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, that, I, I do have a pretty good contract. <laughs> No, it's it's, it's fun. Solid. <laughs> it's fun, man. Um, so yeah, we we got the products in. We we took a look at them, and we definitely liked them. So we're we're glad to do it. Glad to team up with you. Mm-hmm. How did all this start? So Hackett Equipment is a heavy duty range bag company based out of Chicago. Um, we kind of pride ourselves on like being the total package. Like everything we do, we we try to do it the best possible, putting out the best products paired with the best offer, and. Uh, complimented by the best customer service. So um, there really isn't any other range bag company out there that's doing what we're doing right now, and that kind of gets us really excited. So how we started, I bought the business from uh, Mr. Hackett earlier this year. I think in early May is when I bought the business from him. He was running it for about two years now, and uh, he he built up quite a following, and uh, he just wanted to spend time with some family. The the business was kind of reaching into his family life, and uh, I basically found him because I was looking for different, I wanted to get involved with the gun community. So I was looking for different gun businesses online and I found him and we had a really good rapport when we first chatted and uh, it's been really fun to, to work with him and he's kind of been helping coach me along the way here. So it's it's been good. Wow. So you just bought the business May of this year? Yep. Yep. Wow. It's, it's uh, very new to me and since I was like four or five, I've been shooting and I just really wanted to get involved with the community and you know, I found I found an opportunity to get in, and so here I am now. What did you do before uh, you took over Hackett? Yeah, so I, I did a little of real estate, uh, also construction, too. Um, I'm a civil engineer. Nice. It's been a wild road to get to this point, and it's been it's been crazy to meet the, the existing customers from Hackett, some of our, our wholesale retailers and things like that. It's just all been good things, so... We're really proud of that. When you came across Hackett and you kind of saw what they had and what really drew you to the company as, as something that, A, you would want to own yourself as far as the products go, but then the company itself as well. Yeah. So I was like, when I was looking online, I saw all these like Me Too products and, and things like that. And then I saw <laughs> I saw this bag that basically, you know, just looked like a regular bag pack. And I kind of got I kind of got interested in it. And then I kind of realized what 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 basically was inside the bag was what, what was most important. So I ordered a couple online and I, I used them and tried them out. And uh, I live in the city. So 
you know, concealing and, and when you're like on your way to the range and thing like, things like that, it's really important. It, it kind of saves the uh, awkward elevator rides, you know. So it's good if you're going to like a gun range in the suburbs or things like that. You need to take everything with you. So um, after I tested the bags out, they like just grew on me um, every time I used them. And so that's when I, I kind of engaged them and um, we talked from there. I like it. So tell us, just uh, give us a brief, give our listeners a brief synopsis of the bags. Two range bags right now. You've got a big one and a smaller one. Uh, tell us about the features and kind of what you love about them the most. Uh, individually yeah sure um the single biggest feature is that it looks like a regular range bag and or sorry it it doesn't look like a regular range bag it looks like a regular backpack Mm -hmm. and uh like for guys like me that live in the cities and suburbs you know you just don't want to like advertise and that's like the biggest thing that went into the design um secondly it was really important to have all of all the things that you would take to the range fit into the bag. So like, as you guys have seen, the, the large bag is actually fairly huge and, and it fits literally everything like your guns, ammo, eyes, ears, cleaning supplies and, and your targets. You know, it was really, it was really hard to do a design like that and, and still make it comfortable, safe and secure. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every little piece of equipment that you would put in the bag is, has its own little designated area. So, you know, and it even has like lockable zippers and things like that. So yeah, um, definitely. And that's that's and then, one uh, of the let, things that we oh, liked. Sorry, that's that's one of the things that we really liked is that it it does hold so much, <laughs> and it's just kind of like a one bag for all, as opposed to cool. So this bag holds my guns. Then I have my ammo cans. Then I have other bags for uh, ear and eye pro and targets and stuff. So it is kind of like the one bag that fits everything. Which I need because my range bag looks like a gun safe exploded. Yeah, it's, it's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, it looks like his life, basically. <laughs> yeah, when I when I first used the bags, I was like, wow, I still have plenty of room to spare. And I have every like gun related thing I own in this thing. Yeah. Definitely. That was um, pretty crazy. And then um, it, it's also nice because you also have other compartments that you can put other stuff in it. So not only does it have like designated compartments for specific equipment, but it allows the the user to put other things that, that maybe they would like to take with them, like sunscreen and a change of clothes, just stuff that, that most range bags don't have. Room for a sink, I think, in there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A small kid. Definitely. Or even um, like a I small I a lot adult. of people put like their camera equipment and things like that mm-hmm. so, definitely I, I love one definitely of the pictures for the extras one of the pictures has a hammer just in case <laughs> in case your guns fail in case you have a high point <laughs> yeah <I> think, <laughs> exactly oh man um it. it was also really important for us to make sure that the bags were extremely heavy duty so like the the bags are made out of 900d polyester which is is one of the best and like most weighty materials you can buy and then uh on top of that our sewing specs for the bags are are pretty they basically create a good environment to uh like have a heavy duty construction and keep it all together so how much weight can these bags hold unofficially i've seen people put as much as like 50 to 60 pounds in it and carry it around no problem they'll even go as far as far to say as like it doesn't feel like you're carrying that much but I have to do my own torture test to it, which I'm going to be doing here really soon. I'm probably going to post everything on social media here pretty soon. But uh, it's going to be really fun to see, you know, 
push it to the limit and see what it can really do. But comfortably 50 to 60 pounds for the large one and 30 to 40 for the small one. Which actually, I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think about no, how much check your stuff into the airport. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Like your 50 luggage. pounds, your entire suitcase, 50 uh-huh. pounds. Uh, what are you thinking as far as like torture tests? What are you going to do? Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to put a bunch of weights in there and, and like get a scale, you know, one of those hanging scales and, and see like, you know, where, at what point's the strap going to break, you know, the handle, the zippers and things like that, just to uh, k- kind of gauge you know, what it, what it could really go through because uh, we have a lifetime warranty on these things now. We want to make sure that it stands the test of time, absolutely. Definitely, and that is something that you guys just uh, recently added was the lifetime warranty. Yep, yep, we just added it. Uh, we're really excited about it. Basically, it means that we'll repair or replace the bags if it malfunctions under normal use. Um, all the customer has to do is pay for shipping, and we'll take care of the rest, so... Wow. Um, as long as they don't put like uh, light off some fireworks or something like that in there, you know, we'll, we'll cover it. For you. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually going to put those sparklers that I'm going to buy in the bag and see what happens. Well, so when we when we get new bags and stuff in, like my range bag is literally overflowing just because when we go to the range, we have to take so much stuff. It's like magazines for you know four or five guns and. And it it does get a little bit crazy. And nothing's worse than getting to the range and realizing you forgot something. Yeah. And now your whole range day is ruined. Exactly. Like, you know, a screwdriver or just anything. So whenever I get a new bag or something, the first thing I do is just kind of start tugging on the seams and just pulling on everything basically to see how sturdy it is. Your bags really are sturdy. I didn't I didn't see anything uh, structurally that, that I thought would cause a problem going forward. And I think that's hugely important because a lot of the bags that I get – you know, you'll get a sale or something or even the NRA garbage that they send out when you join the NRA. They just they really suck and they fall apart pretty quick. So what what's the longest you've had customers out there? And do you ever get any pictures and stuff of of people that have just like used and abused them and they're holding up? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, the company's been around for two years now. They first uh, released the large range bag, range bag. Um, and there's. There's been definitely some pictures of people like using them still. Like I still get customers from back in the day, you know, just like showing off their bag and, and telling me how much they love them and things like that. So it's really good to see, you know, that there hasn't really been too too many uh, complaints as far as that goes. So it's like, you know, when you see these things online, you're like, okay, like it's just a regular backpack. But I feel like you really just have to like touch and feel these things to like see the quality. You know, it's kind of hard to show so you depict it in a, a picture or something like that, but once you get your hands on these, you're like, yeah, this is definitely going to last. Definitely. Awesome. We're talking to Greg from Hackett Equipment. We're going to take just a quick commercial break. And hear from? And who do we have today? <laughs> who are we talking about? Oh, wait a minute. We're going to talk about Hackett Equipment. Yeah, this that's all it is for, Hackett Equipment. Maybe we should just let Greg do his own commercial. That's what I like to do because <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> Woo, all right. All right, so um, let's see. you got like uh, a few minutes. Let's see if you could just sum it up in a few sentences. That'd be great. Yeah, so Hackett Equipment is a heavy-duty range bag company. These things can store a lot of stuff, all of your things you take to the range and more. They're really heavy-duty. We got a four pistol bag here and we got a two pistol bag here. And we got some other cool products that are going to be attaching to the bags too that are coming out. So we're definitely excited about that. Very cool. And, uh, and our listeners, they don't pay full price, right? Nope. Absolutely not. If you use the, uh, code gun funny, you'll get 10% off. 
Woo-hoo. your entire order. So That's that'll cool. uh, be, be the best way to sweeten the deal. And I also forgot to mention that we have a lifetime warranty, which you just heard. So Perfect. And really, the bags aren't, they're not expensive. They're, can you just tell us like what the price is of each bag? Yep. The uh, large range bag goes for $99.99 and the, uh, the smaller one is $79.99. And we feel like this is very reasonable. Some of the other range backpacks out there, you know, go from like $120 to over $200. So I, I feel like we're definitely a good option. All right. Let's get back into it. All right. Here we go. Okay. That was just really corny. <laughs> All right. So, Greg, you mentioned that you're also family owned and operated. Can you tell us what everyone's role is? Yeah. So right now it's me, my two uncles and my aunt. And I handle basically the day to day things, you know, um, like the marketing, the accounting, shipping, customer service, all that good stuff. And then my my aunt and my two uncles, they're full time focused on going to the brick and mortar stores getting on the phone um, with retailers and really, uh, really vamping up our authorized dealer program. That's, that's like our main point of focus right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then this, this winter we'll all kind of come back together and, and do uh, some of the gun shows and, and trade shows as well. So those are really fun. Very nice. And, and I did see like on your website, so there are a few authorized dealers in the country. Um, if a store is interested in selling your products, how can they become a dealer? Right now, we have this killer dealer program, and we're we're so focused on it. And what I can I can tell you is that the the offer right now for these wholesale uh, wholesale bags is, is really good. And if you want to contact me or or any of the rest of my family, you can just go on the website, or we can put the contact information on the show notes. When you get into the gun industry, you said that was something you wanted to do that you'd kind of been. It, around guns your whole life. Were there any surprises kind of once you started working with uh, gun people, gun industry, anything like that, either positive or negative? I really like the fact that the uh, gun community is kind of like tight knit and uh, really, they really like pride themselves on the industry and things like that. Um, one thing, one thing I did notice too, is that it's kind of a little more old school. So things are done uh, not, not necessarily as much, uh, like e-commerce, but you know, through through like the brick and mortar stores, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why we're so focused on on getting in to them now is because we rec- we recognize that you know most most of the business is done in the stores. So it's been slow to move to the e-commerce platform, but uh, I, I think that's kind of a good thing because it keeps everybody close and, and more of a sense of community for sure. Definitely. Have you guys had any uh, criticisms or anything that you had? had to deal with? Well, I, I think for, for an online retailer, like a lot of guys just starting out like us, you know, you know, we sell online to, to keep the lights on basically. And once you're getting your footing, you know, into the retailers, like a lot of, some of the retailers, they kind of get a little leery about, you know, having, um, you know, you sell online because uh, they, they kind of want to keep everything with the brick and mortar stores, which I don't, I don't blame them at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the biggest thing is you know, all these e-commerce sites are just selling it for like less than you know what most of these brick and mortar companies can can afford to sell it for uh balthazar he's a shut-in he never leaves the house so it's nice for him to be able to go online and find it and i imagine (laughs) i imagine with your authorized dealer program that they you give you give them a great wholesale deal or a great dealer deal and then they can probably even undercut your website but that's if you go into their brick and mortar retail store 
Whereas if someone just wants the convenience of ordering online, you've got that as well. So you kind of undercut yourself a little bit by the dealers, but the people who are going to buy this spur of the moment uh, impulse shopping are probably not going to go online and look for a good equipment bag, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know the thing is, like with the with the retailers, they'll they'll sell our bags for the same price in stores, but they don't like the customers don't have to pay you know for shipping, and that's a pretty big deal too. You know, you save mm-hmm. like. Anywhere from like seven to fifteen bucks just by not paying for shipping. So, uh, so one of the things that I noticed on your social media is you've been using fruit to store in your bags. <laughs> uh, you know, some people use guns. Sean uses uh, white cake, but you, yes. you use fruit. So what's so, what's the whole um, thing with the fruit? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm actually really glad you guys asked this question. Um, it was about a couple of weeks ago, Facebook decided to start banning like anybody associated with firearms or firearms accessories. And uh, especially if you're advertising, I, I think they've been doing this for a while, but they just found us recently. So we have like over like 40,000, uh, 40,000 followers on Facebook. And, and like now they only let our posts show to like 100 to 200 people. So it's kind of getting a little uh, like all our, our posts are just getting squashed lately. So, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of had to figure out different ways to get the product out there. But uh, as a little as a little way to get cheeky, um, instead of using guns to put in our bags, guns and magazines, we decided to use like bananas, apples and fruit to kind of make light of the situation. So it was pretty funny. Facebook didn't really like it too much, but uh, they, they said that we weren't representing their brand properly. Now we're basically in the category with like porn and drug dealers. So uh, it's, it's been all, pretty interesting. You know, it's funny because people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, where you're going to have the <laughs> exactly. most fun, Oz. I never met a drug dealer I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've never met any drug dealers, but I assume they're nice people. Is it like the first time's free too? Yes, yeah, so I don't know how far the fruit's gonna go, but you know, it's, it's funny for now. Well, uh, so can, we can totally relate to the whole Facebook thing. I've been pretty much banned for quite a while now and it's it's ridiculous because you keep trying to dispute it my website does not sell guns you guys obviously don't sell guns i always ask for like a reason why they're not approving my ads they just keep saying that it's it hasn't been approved it doesn't follow guidelines i'm reading the guidelines and it does so yeah. it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It's definitely ridiculous. Facebook's definitely not what it used to be. No, Facebook kind of You know, sucks. and I think that's what's uh, changing the firearms industry as well. Is like I think that's why we kind of have a bigger uh, sense of community than we may have in before. Not only like the political environment, but like the fact that you know all these major uh, social media outlets are are kind of turning their heads to us. You know, we're looking for other ways to come face to face with our customers and communicate better. Yep, absolutely. And there's just a lot of cross-promoting and stuff. Like, the fire ministry really is, like, a nice, tight community, and I totally agree. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, I've been, like, shooting since I was four or five years old back when, I don't even know if this is popular anymore, but it's called a slow pistol shooting. My my grandpa and my dad used to kind of compete a little bit. It's It seems like the industry has totally went to, like, uh, more EDC, tactical shooting, uh, three-gun, things like that. And uh, it's been interesting to see how everything has just kind of evolved since since I started, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so slow pistol shooting, is that like bullseye? Yeah, bullseye shooting, yep. You know, one hand at 25 yards. <laughs> the funny thing about that is all my friends are kind of trained, you know, to shoot two-handed, like, tactical pistols like locks. And yep. uh, <laughs> when, when we have, like, our own little mini competitions, I'm there schooling them with one hand, you know? <laughs> it's pretty funny. The... Uh... 
you, you guys offer two products right now. You offer the big pack and the small pack, which shows that you've specialized quite a bit. And I think that's awesome. You don't see that a whole lot these days. You see companies like trying to come up with every single possible thing they can. And I know you guys will add to the product line. You've alluded to it already. Um, what do you guys have planned for the future and what are some cool things coming down the pipe? Yeah, sure. So what I can tell you guys right now is that, uh, we have this rifle bag coming out. That's going to fit most full-size rifles, and uh, it, doub- it doubles as a shooting rug, So, and it also attaches to the lar- large range bag. So that's one thing. Um, we are going to be doing a test run quantity here, so if uh, any, any of your listeners want to get their hands on one, make sure uh, they buy the large range bag and reach out to us, so that way we could uh, set them up um, Very nice. before we bring out full production. We're also going to be bringing out an SBR, SBR slash uh, PDW bag that'll attach to the small range bag. Hmm, wow. So that'll be be pretty cool, and a uh, SBR um, PDW sleeve that'll fit your gun up to 21 inches into the large range bag, and that way, you know, it's nice and secure, and it's not touching any of the other items that are in the bag. So, dang, wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So the I I also like that the rifle bag will double as a shooting mat. Because I do that pretty often with my rifle bags anyway, because I'm like, ah, I forgot my shooting mat because it doesn't fit in my range bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of just like unfolds. It's it's kind of all Velcro together. It's it's super sturdy and it kind of unfolds, you know. And you could just lay it out and and put put everything right on top of it and go from there. So it's pretty cool that. With the large range bag, you can literally bring like now all your rifles too with you. So, what are some of the challenges you've had bringing these new products to market? Um, and and tell us about that process. Like from, I, I don't know how backpacks and range bags or any of this ever made. I don't know of any of the challenges. I don't know of any of the production stuff. Like what what just kind of give us a brief overview of of how that all works. When you do you know super like high quality things like this and you know, everything kind of takes a long time to roll out so that's kind of why we're doing a, a production like test run just to make sure we've worked out all the kinks before we you know go full full bore with it so the the turnaround time from like concept to rolling out you know could be anywhere from like a year to year and a half it's just like thorough testing and, and everything like that so that's that's one thing and then now um with facebook pretty much banning all all of the uh, gun companies and accessory makers is that you know it, it's kind of harder for us to promote products to do like a uh, like a pre-launch or things like that so um that's definitely a, a challenge that i foresee down the road but good thing we we've built up a nice a uh, nice you know uh, list of customers that are are like true true blue hacket equipment and they're always really excited anytime we come out with anything so it's been it's been really cool to hear all the stories along the way and see that come to fruition. So, I mean, so a year and a half in R&D and testing for this new rifle bag, that, that's awesome. Like Sig Sauer put out three guns that don't work in that time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you wouldn't think of it being a, a backpack, but like the, the amount of design and patterning, um, patterning is like a term like to have like the individual pieces and you sew them all together is like, it's very time consuming. And then like the whole testing phase, you want to make sure they last. So yeah, totally. I mean, it, it makes sense to me. It just, it, it really struck me as that that was an awful long time, but R and D takes time. Testing takes time. Mm-hmm. Product development takes time. And I think so much these days we're seeing these companies like not put the time they need into stuff like that. And we're seeing like the 320 and we're seeing the P365 be just a disaster out of the box from day one. It's good that yeah. it's good that you guys are taking that time, and it makes sense 
for the for the product line that you guys have, you know, why you have two bags now, you're going to add two two or three more very 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 soon, and that's why because you guys put the time into it, and you can tell from the products. The last thing you want is like having your like range bag open while you know open up on you while you're in like the middle of a big crowd or in the elevator or something like that. Like, you know, <laughs> or everything you just sure falls out. Everything's safe and secure. <laughs> I literally had, uh, I have a backpack. It's a Condor backpack, uh, that I used to travel with and I had a laptop in it. So my laptop, it's super high powered because I do a ton of video editing, costs like five grand. And I'm walking through the airport and the zipper just like comes undone and my laptop just falls out on the floor behind me. (laughs) (sighs) And I'm pretty sure that I had underwear, but like, yeah, just the whole thing like totally undid and dropped my really expensive laptop like right there. That is irritating. Imagine that happening happening with a gun, like in in, and Ill- if it's, in Illinois, dude. And if it's like one of those P three twenties, that could be <laughs> just a huge accident waiting to happen. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're kind of just like, uh, <laughs> there's not much you could really do. There. No, that would be a disaster. So it makes sense that <laughs> it would be that you put time into that because that that crap has actually happened to me. It was so annoying. Yeah. This, is, this is a little off topic, but yesterday I was at the pool and uh, we went to a public pool and apparently lounge chairs they're kind of like first come first serve and they're usually all taken before you get there so i brought my own and i don't have a lot of experience with this lounge chair that i got i knew it was like weird it wasn't set up properly but i couldn't figure it out so when i extended the legs apparently i didn't lock them all the way so sure enough i went to go i moved and there was this guy and i could tell he was like checking me (laughs) out (laughs) And all of a sudden, I, like, moved a certain way, and the entire thing just collapsed right from underneath me. And the guy, like, turns (laughs) around. He's all, don't worry, I didn't see it, but I heard it. (laughs) And and I'm on the ground, just, like, laying, you know, because the whole thing just collapsed. And it was just so (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) That thing must have been designed by Six Hour. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Sean, I heard you um, mention your underwear falling out of the bag. Uh, When's uh, the gun funny underwear coming out? That's that's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe we should. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, the question is, do you put Gun Funny on the front or the back? I don't, I don't. <laughs> Maybe Funny. Yeah, that's we we should design that. Oh yeah, actually, that is a good idea. You put Gun on the front. And I was funny just thinking. Yep, I was yeah. just thinking that. But I don't know. I'm like, for you. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. For listeners who want to find your stuff, where can they find you? Please go to hackitequipment.com or any of our authorized dealers. Like I said, we're going to be uh, rolling out with a lot more dealers here soon. So um, we're really excited for that. And please soon go to your local shop and, and probably find us. So, All right, cool. Very yeah, cool. Love it. You're going to stick around for the rest of the show? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. So at this point, Ava, I think that we have to do uh, an ad read for our good friends from the north. That is Matador Arms. Matador Arms. <laughs> so, I another funny story. Uh, Annika from Matador Arms, she emailed me two days ago. I don't even think I shared this with you because it was late at night and then I went to sleep and I forgot about the next day. But she said that they're opening up a new company and they're looking to sponsor and it's going to be called, I think it was... Manador arms. <laughs> Mantador? Yeah. And, and that's because, you know, you and I, like, we're always, well, mostly me, I'm always getting them confused, you know, Manicore, <laughs> Matador. Matador. 
Yeah, but, similar. Yeah, very similar. Uh, so she, I'm glad she has a good sense of humor. <laughs> Mantador. I think you said that in the show recently. <laughs> I think I did. I think that's why she made a joke out of it. So, you know, they have a really good sense of humor. In fact, they're the ones that that sponsor our prank calls. That's how great of a, a sense of humor they have. Oh, gosh. But anyway, so Matador Arms, they make a lot of awesome products. Um, the product that I want to talk about today is their Sidewinder. They came out with these about a month ago. If it's even been a month. Uh, so really new product. A folding stock adapter? Yes. Thank you. Sean, can you name some of the, the guns that it would fit on? Yeah. Like it, that it would. Anything that accepts AR buffer tube threads. I mean, you could put it on your AR, but your gun will be a bolt gun from that point, basically. Mm-hmm. It won't work at all. You won't even be able, once you get around in the chamber. So don't do that. That would be terrible. But it does fit shotguns, AKA scorpions, vectors, and other rifles, pistols, chassis, which accept those AR buffer tube threads. And what that means is, but anything that's piston driven and doesn't have that, that AR style operation, it's going to fit. So I was looking through my safe. I do have a couple chassis that have thread on AR tubes and I could actually, I could use that there, but the sidewinder is 150. And then on top of that, if you use the code gunfunny10, you get 10% off. Yeah. And these are available on their website right now. And go, just go check them out. It's a very clever design. It looks very sleek and, and modern and not bulky. Uh, a lot of these folding adapters do look kind of bulky and just eh, not so pretty. So go check those out. Matadorarms.com. Can you? I'm actually uh, checking out this Mat- Matador Arms right now and, uh, the folding adapter looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. I actually, I do have a couple chassis, uh, that would fit it like today, right now. Very yeah. Nice. Like the, the sidewinder. That, I mean, that's some, Pretty sleek stuff. Yeah, completely agree. All, All right. right. And let's play our prank call for today. Oh, gosh. It's time for prank calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Honey! <laughs> this is cracking me up. Farms, this is I can help you. Uh, yes, hello. I was wondering what your return policy is for the ammunitions. Uh, we're not allowed to return any kind of ammunition. And it's basically based off of liability issues. Um, even if the box doesn't look opened, it's a it's a tampering thing, and it comes down to insurance problems. Well, I definitely opened them. I was trying to shoot them, but they, I can't hit any things with them. Um, I mean, on that, yeah. I mean, it's still unfortunately it would fall under the fact that we're not able to do any kind of return on ammo. I mean, ammo is one of those things with like along with firearms that's non refundable. Um, yeah, but I, mean, it, I shoot well with, with the firearm. No, with, I shoot well with all the other ammunitions. I just this one, this bastard. Uh, that's possible. Uh, what, what do you mean with, by that? I mean, white box. If it's one of the white boxes, uh, every once in a while, white box ammo does have issues. Uh, but however, that would be on. I mean, we just I mean, if we sold you the box of ammo, uh, and you're having issues with the ammo itself, and it's for sure the ammo, then you can call, and they'll probably take care of you. It's just as of like a return policy, we can't do anything with ammo. But so you're just the the middleman? In a sense, yes. I mean, we buy it through a dealer and then we just sell it. I mean, we're just pretty much a middleman. Like on for, ammo. for my weed dealer, like when something goes wrong, I go to the weed dealer. I don't go to the Colombians. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's that's just the way the firearms industry works. I mean, whenever something goes wrong with like an actual product like that, we're just the seller of it. Um, if there's an actual manufacturer defect problem with the ammo, then you would take it up with the manufacturer and themselves. Do you think that the is like the Colombians, and if I try to go to them with the problem, that they will come after me as well? No. Okay. I mean, the wind themselves, every time I've had to deal with them on a on a normal basis, they've been really, 
actually helpful. Okay, man, but if they come after me, my blood is on your hands, okay? I guess so. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, well, that did not go the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Matador Arms, thank you for sponsoring our prank call segment. We appreciate it. And <laughs> uh, these prank calls are going to be the death of me. I know. <laughs> let's let's hear from our last advertiser, Polymer 80. <laughs> yes. So recently I had a listener send in uh, a few photos of his... Uh, PF940V2, and he said because of episode 37, it inspired him to build a pistol using a polymer 80s frame. And I mean, these pictures were just awesome. And it just goes to show that you can really use the like Glock products out there. You can specify this gun to like however you want. It's just like building an AR, which be honest, I don't even think I've ever bought a stock AR. And I'm kind of getting to the point where even handguns, if you can pick and choose each specific part that you want to put on your handgun, why wouldn't you? Because like you buy a gun and usually I change out the trigger because the trigger is usually horrible, you know, with all the really cool products, like who doesn't want to make their gun theirs by specifying all of the parts? Well, I got to say like ARs, are, I think are super popular because they are the adult Legos. You just buy little parts, <laughs> pop them on yep. and off. There's nothing too incredibly complicated to a sim building an AR. And I think that Paul and Rady really has driven Glock. Like, yes, Glock modifications were really popular before, but they've driven a lot of new innovation in the industry as well just because people are making parts because there's been such a demand for parts to customize your, your Paul and Rady frames. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're coming out with new models all the time. They've uh, ventured into slides and barrels and triggers and yeah, there's, there's a whole world out there for you. And I think that, you know, Paul and driving the adult Legos for handguns market. Absolutely. And right now that's, uh, what's available as far as their frame. So they have the, uh, PF940 V2, the standard, the 40C, which is the compact, and then the, the SC, the subcompact. And those, so, those will fit the slides from a Glock 19, uh, a 20, Glock 17 and a Glock 26. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, polymer80.com, guys. Go check it out and let them know what you think about their cool stuff. Tactitonic. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. As you guys know, I'm working on a AR an AR9 pistol and it's so funny cuz like being in the industry for a few years and building quite a few ARs, you would think that you know, I kind of have the hang of this, but apparently I don't because I bought a buffer tube, decided that I was going to switch out the brace on it, and the brace, the SB Tactical brace that I got, it doesn't fit. Yeah, it's a SB Tactical SOB. It's like super, it's super big for it. It just, there's literally, it does not attach to this buffer tube. And so I'm like, okay, what is going on? So I did some research and I realized that there's different size buffer tubes out there. I honestly did not know that. I didn't either. And I kind of... It makes sense, I guess. Like, I knew that there was different length buffer tubes. Like, CAC Industries has a longer one that's mm. built specifically for uh, either the, their blade or... It, but yeah, like, diameter, I thought that it was all fairly standard. Yeah, so did I. And uh, apparently there isn't. So, the, I wanted to bring this up because, one, hopefully you can learn from my mistake... But there's nothing worse than you're putting together a gun and you buy the wrong product and... 
for me, uh, because I have an FFL, so I bought it from uh, my dealer website, and I can't really be like, okay, well, I need to bring it back. So now I have this other buffer tube, which means now I have to just build another AR. I mean, obviously. But, Darn. but it's just one of those things where it's like, sometimes uh, it costs a little bit more money than you anticipated because of little mistakes like this. Yeah. So it, here's the thing. So the buff, this is a pistol buffer tube that, that I gave you. I think I gave you that one, right? Because mm-hmm. I had it in my parts bin. Mm-hmm. That yeah. one is 1.147. I got that one from Brownells for an, another build. And uh, she needed one, so handed it over. Did not fit. So when we were doing the research, I was like, I don't even know what this is. And honestly, a lot of the pistol buffer tubes don't have published or specified diameters. So it's kind of like a guessing game. I actually had to go into the comments in the reviews on brownells.com to find the outer diameter of the pistol buffer tube, which is 1.147. The SOB brace fits 1.20 inches and above. So it'll fit 1.2, 1.25, which are two apparently other popular pistol buffer tube sizes. And, and even then, somebody in the comments, people were, were saying that they had to like put tape and stuff to, I like, I didn't even realize that these problems existed. <laughs> I know. And, the funny thing is, is I have a sim built like two nine millimeter pistol caliber carbines and didn't have the problem. I just got lucky on my orders, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So guys, don't make the same mistake that uh, that I did. Yeah. Learn. Luckily, buffer tubes are, are fairly inexpensive, but. Yeah. Well, I think, what, 50 bucks for the one you ended up ordering? Which one did you order? So I ended up finding it online at Planet Optics oh, yeah. or Optics uh, Planet. Yeah kind of annoying because they said they'd ship it out in like three to five days. So far, I haven't even gotten a notification that it's shipped. So huh. I'm like, uh, I'm just anxious to get this gun. More drama. Complete. Yeah. <laughs> but they had it on the sale. They were like, That's crazy. they were like $20 less than like MSRP. So that's why I ordered it. Yeah. And it was like free shipping or something. Nice. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like $7 for shipping, but it still ended up being a lot less expensive. But now I'm kind of annoyed because I'm like, okay, when is this thing going to ship? <laughs> so, Greg, I don't know what part of Illinois you're in, but have you a sim built in the ARs yet? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I just recently got a, uh, a pistol caliber carbine from Agstant Arms. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have one of those as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been really enjoying that, so it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Well, if you ever change out the uh, the brace or whatever, do your research on the on the buffer too, because <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, we're pretty limited options as far as the the braces go. You can't put a stock on that. Yeah. Yeah. And we did talk about some new braces that were coming out uh, recently from SB Tactical, their PDW, and also their adjustable brace, which is apparently available everywhere now. Yeah. So in the last show, we were like, it's not available anywhere. And then as soon as the show came out, I keep sending Sean screenshots. I'm like, oh, look, it's available here and here and here. <laughs> Freshly restocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, quit sending me these. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they are available everywhere. Okay, now it is actually time for some iTunes reviews. And I don't know, this first one I find a little offensive to me. So do I have to read them? Yeah, of course. Well, first I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out the, the call to action for people to leave us reviews. Whether it's on iTunes, Facebook, Google Podcasts, wherever it happens to be, please leave us reviews because it helps people decide whether to listen to a show or not. So if you go out and you search for like gun podcasts and you come across gun funny and you're like, what's this all about? And you go look through the reviews and you see reviews that people leave. That helps you make a decision to download and subscribe and do all that stuff. If uh, When I go to a podcast and it doesn't have any reviews, I don't read it. If I go to a podcast and it has, you know, just kind of iffy reviews, uh, read. I don't listen. I won't listen to that either. So 
definitely please leave us reviews. Be honest about them. Let us know what you think about the show, and it does help people make decisions. So we really, truly appreciate it. Ohio Flyer says, five stars, New York City Blues. Ava, I picked up your Gun Funny podcast when you moved on from We Like Shooting. The jury was out for a while, and for a while, I thought of your production as my pod candy, presenting the lighter side of shooting sports. Then you interviewed John Napolitano and presented his incredible experience with the New York Gun Commission and their unjust laws. You would not believe that could happen in America. By far your best episode ever, and at so appropriate a time when our Second Amendment rights are being challenged at the federal, state, and local community levels. With your unique format and team of co-hosts, that is, except Sean, cut your losses with that one, the show is finding its niche audience and building momentum. Keep producing strong content like this, and you'll have a runaway hit. All the best friends in Ohio. All right, well. That's awesome. I don't like Ohio at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that was it was still a nice review. It was, it was kind of it was one of those compliments. Yeah, well, it was a compliment for the show and a diss to me, which I, I'll, I'll take that. That's fine, Ohio Flyer. I actually do have your address. You ordered stuff from We Like Shooting, but you know that's not a threat. That's just me saying, hey, what's up? Okay, apparently I actually I, started uh, listening to you guys when I go when I drive anywhere now. So it's like instead of listening to the radio, it's just a gun funny podcast. So. Awesome. That's what I do too. I mean, podcasts are huge. Like I listen to all kinds of stuff. I've listened, I've listened to a zombie podcast. I think podcasting might actually be something. Yeah. I listen to some podcasts, uh, called like dating in your thirties. <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, Sal Pute 21, five stars, entertaining show, entertaining show with interesting guests. I enjoy hearing more about the industry while making the day go by faster at work. Keep it up. And Very cool. Th- thank you. Sal Pute 21. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. Thank you so much for the reviews. We appreciate you. I wonder if I said that right. All right. So uh, if you guys want to find us, we're at gunfunny.com, and we have all those important links on there. Uh, If you want to become a Patreon, so a Patreon is basically, it's like crowdfunding. If you enjoy the show, think about maybe donating even a dollar a month. And even just a dollar, it gets you access to our Patreon-only Facebook page. And then depending on your level of donation, you'll get access to our monthly raffle giveaway, which we just did uh, our raffle yesterday, I think, or two days ago. Uh, so you win cool stuff. Uh, you can get access to limited edition t-shirts, shout out on the show, and even an opportunity to be a guest on the show. Uh, one of the things that we have is our $25 Patreon. So if you donate $25, we give you a shout out on the show. So who are our, our $25 Patreons right now? Corbin Bonafide and Iraq Veteran 8888. Very cool. And then our King of the Patreons. And Sean, explain what King of the Patreons means. So for the highest dollar contributor to our Patreon every single month, you you are the King of the Patreons, which basically means if you meet another Patreon while you're traveling, you are allowed to declare Prima Nocta. Uh, what I mean, basically, they are your peasants and you are the ruler. And, and that's OK. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. But most importantly, uh, you get to basically buy a line on the show. So we'll read whatever you send us mostly, unless it's obviously just untrue or offensive to me in any way. Uh, in that case, I'll still read it. Adam Balzer from Charger Arms is our king of the Patreons. And he says, Adam is a factory ser- uh, certified Serico applicator, dealer of silencers, SBRs and machine guns. And I would like to add that he also has one hell, one hell of a sale going on right now with uh, silencers and stuff. So check him out at chargerarms.com. Very cool. And you can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash gunfunny. Go there, sign up, 
It's incredibly inexpensive. If you like the show, if you appreciate the show and you think it's worth a couple bucks a month, we would appreciate it if you would check it out. Absolutely. All right, Greg. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, especially on 4th of July. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No problem. I just want to say to your uh, Patreon for Facebook. Oh, my God, that is so funny. I, I, I can't miss a single post. It's just like crazy how <laughs> how much laughter I get from it. That's I know awesome. we definitely have some pretty uh, some characters in that group. <laughs> I <laughs> yes, mean, really, do. yeah, it, it, it like it's kind of inappropriate at times, but it's pretty funny. That's what I, I love find it. funny. It's yeah. <laughs> and then just one last time, so uh, where can listeners find you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, HackitEquipment.com. Use the promo code GunFunny. Get ten percent off, and uh, we'll see you there. Very cool. All right, let's get out of here and go light some uh, sparklers. Yay! Woo. Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.